KMTT, Ki Mitzion Tetzei Torah. You are listening to the Erev Shabbat program, Erev Shabbat Kodesh, Parashat Korach, here in Israel, Parashat Shlach and Chutzlaretz, Kaf Zayin Tammuz, in both places. Shabbat Mabarachim, Chodesh Tammuz, and I am your host, Jonathan Snowbell. The Arab Shabbat program is dedicated to Lui Nishmat Shlomo Yosef Ben Chaim Shmuel, as usual. And the Arab Shabbat program is dedicated to two important people in my life this week, to the birth of my son, who shall remain nameless for the time being, and to my wife, Tara, she should have a refuah shleima, Tara Leah Batsipor Ashira, um... And on that note, I think the theme also of uh, this week's Arab Shabbat program, following on the themes of theme of last week's Arab Shabbat program, is dedicated in my somewhere in my mind to the birth of a new son, a new child, into Am Yisrael. What are our aspirations for our children, and not just for our children on a personal level, but our children on on a national level, Yisrael, our offspring and the offspring of Am Yisrael in general. And on that note, I just want to, uh, again, being, as a, being a, a program in which a little bit of personal issues come up, uh, share a little bit of something with, the, with our regular listeners, I actually come, wake up before 5 in the morning on Thursday mornings in order to do KMTT. Thank God, keeping myself busy in life, uh, there are not a lot of pockets in time that I have just to walk over to Yeshiva and, uh, and record KMTT. And it's very important to me, KMTT, and I get up early in the morning and do this at the beginning of the day in order to fit it in. And we could balance the, the, my drives to do KMTT with a little bit of ego on the one hand. feels good to be listened to by, since I don't have any numbers, so I'll say ten listeners. But uh, who knows, tens, hundreds, I have no idea, whatever feedback we get. Uh, uh, you, know, you know, you can uh, delude yourself into thinking for every one feedback there are actually a uh, hundred or two hundred listeners out there. Um, and and a belief, ultimately, after, after attempting to shave away that layer of ego, that uh, there's something important that we... Di- there are important messages and important ideas that we discuss here, and whoever the regular listeners are, they will, they will attest to why they listen, and why it's important to them. In any case, last week we discussed Moshe Rabbeinu and Moshe Rabbeinu's attitude towards Am Yisrael. And Moshe's attitude towards Am Yisrael is an attitude of As we said in Parshat Baha'u'l'Otcha, this was last week for Chutz Laaretz, but we discussed it nonetheless. When, be, when faced with 
al-dadu meidad, prophesizing in the camp, and not under his thumb in Ohel Moed like the other Shivim Zikhanim, but out there. And Yehoshua's response of needing to incarcerate them. And Moshe says, Are you envious for my sake? Should only be, if only God could, all of, all of Am Hashem should be Nevi'im and God should put His Spirit on them. Moshe Rabbeinu not demanding A, a monopoly on Nivuah. Every uh, Halavai God should give a Nivuah to all of Am Yisrael, and that ultimately that that attitude being the basis for His greatness. That, that is the basis for that Haish Moshe Nav Meod. He has no personal interest in it. He's no desire for monopoly, no desire for control. To be the basis for his greatness. That is the basis for his ability to his ability to face God, to speak to God directly, to speak to see to convey God's message through him through through himself in a clear way, without any personal Filter. Moshe Rabbeinu is the Aspaklaria Meira. The Nevuah of Moshe Rabbeinu is a clear vision of God because it doesn't go through that personal filter that other human beings carry. That other prophets carry God's message through. In this sense, that episode with Eldadu Meidad is the basis for the ultimate answer to Datan, to Korach, Datan Vaviram, more precisely Korach, because their claim at the beginning of the Parsha is a claim of democracy. If Moshe Rabbeinu, if, we're, if we are claiming Moshe Rabbeinu's claim is a democratic claim of Umi Ten Hashem I'm not interested in monopoly. All of God's people should be prophets. And Korach's pr- claim is a democratic one as well. Everybody, the entire congregation is a holy one. Why do you have to take leadership for yourselves? And the answer to Korach's claim is a twofold claim. One answer is Moshe Rabbeinu's ability to see through Korach's claim. Because Moshe says to him, you've already been chosen as B'nai Levi to work in the Mishkan, in Ol Moed. Uvikashtem gam and you also want the priesthood, Kehuna. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu, through Korach's popular statements of everybody's holy, trying to get backing for his claim, realizes that there is ultimately a personal claim here for leadership. 
there is a personal claim, Korach is not, as Chazal so aptly noted, Korach is not L'Shem Shemaim. Machoket Korach V'adotoh is not L'Shem Shemaim. It sounds like it's L'Shem Shemaim. Ki Kolayda Kulam Kedoshim. He is selling us values of democracy, of equality. But Moshe Rabbeinu sees through that, and we're not getting into all the details of how Moshe Rabbeinu knows this. He sees through that, and he realizes that what they're asking for is a chunk of the leadership themselves, uvikashtem gam kehuna. So that, so that is the first answer to Korach's claim. Korach's claim is not a real, true claim. How do we know that Korach's claim is not a real claim? Said so we weren't going to address this, but we'll address it on one foot because we know Moshe, who Moshe Rabbeinu is. Because Moshe Rabbeinu is not someone who's interested in the monopoly of the power. Umi ten kol This is Moshe Rabbeinu's attitude. So to come to Moshe with a claim of umaduatit nesuah kahal Hashem that Moshe Rabbeinu is claiming power for himself is not a true claim. Anybody who truly knows Moshe Rabbeinu understands that that's not Moshe Rabbeinu is about. Moshe Rabbeinu is not about holding on to the power for himself and for his brother and for the people close to him. Moshe Rabbeinu is about channeling God's word clearly. And if he's the leader, it's because he was chosen by God. And if Aaron Kohen is the Kohen Gadol, it's because he was chosen by God. But, there is a second place where we must, must address Korach's claim of and that is the authority of Moshe Rabbeinu. Because democracy does not deny that there is a place for an authority, there is a place for decision making by not everybody, but by leadership. And that is Moshe Rabbeinu's place. Yes. Umi ten Hashem But that doesn't mean that there's no authority and that there's no representative of God on earth who determines for us the rules and the guidelines. And that's Moshe Rabbeinu. And in order to prove Moshe Rabbeinu's authority and to show that Moshe is not just speaking out of a place of someone who's holding on like a dictator to the steering wheel of power. But God is, Moshe is God's emissary. God does this unbelievable miracle. God creates this unbelievable act of nature in which the ground opens up and, and swallows in whoever the ground swallows in. The Tan Vabiram, whoever's with them, whoever's not with them, which is a complicated question unto itself, which I will not address at this moment. So what is it that we're aspiring to for our children in light of all of this? Moshe Rabbeinu's aspiration, but I want to take it to a formulation that I saw this past week in Sefer Yirmiyahu, which really touched me in a place that I think is something that I believe in very strongly and something that I think within uh, the Arab Shabbat program we discuss 
often should be discussed again and again. Kirmiyahu Lamed Alf, Pasuk Lamed, chapter 31, Pasuk Lamed, Hinei Yamim Ba'im Neum Hashem, there are days that are coming in the future, Vicharati et Beit Yisrael ve Beit Yudah Brit Chadashah, and I will make a new covenant with the house of Yisrael and the house of Yudah, Lo Kabrit Asher Karati Tabotam, not like the covenant that I made with their forefathers. On the day that I held onto their hands when I took to take them out of Egypt. And they have they've broken that covenant despite the fact that I took ownership on them. Despite the fact that I took them into to took them for myself. This this message of certainly in the context of a new child is 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 this is this giving us an image, depicting an image of B'nai Israel as a little child. When I held held their hand to take them out of Egypt. And that this is not a good basis for the covenant. You can't make a covenant with a child. You have to make a covenant with a person who can give and take, who can think for themselves. And that, in a nutshell, is in that place lies many of the failures of that generation who left Mitzrayim to be able to make correct decisions. And uh, much lies the fa- much of the failures of this generation lie at the fact that they were children. They were not capable, they were not ripe of making the right decisions. Kizotabrit. This is what God has in mind for us. God is does not interested in leading children and leading people who cannot make correct decisions for themselves, even when given good leadership. Kizotabrit Beit Yisrael This is the basis of the covenant that I will make with the Jewish people. Natati Torah I've placed the Torah amongst them, the Aliba Mechtovena, and on their hearts I will write it. I will be for them a God, and they will be for me a nation. And listen to this sentence, a shocking sentence. And no longer will a man teach his friend, or a man will teach his brother, no longer will they teach each other to know God. Why not? Why shouldn't they teach each other to know God? For all of them will know me, from the smallest to the biggest. Because I will forgive their sins, and their transgressions will no longer be remembered. And this is not really a secret that we can only come across when we read Yirmiyahu, Lamed Aleph, this aspiration that everybody should know God, in that same spirit of Moshe Rabbeinu's words, in the face of Eldadu Medadu, everybody should be inspired by God, everybody should be prophets of God, everybody should have contact with God, everybody should know me, is what we say in Birkot HaTorah, V'ni'a Anachnu, 
Yes, there is a there is authority. There is Moshe Rabbeinu. There is halachic process, but we're not interested in people that need their hands to be held in their avodat Hashem. We're not interested in people who need to turn to their brother and to turn to their friend in order to know duat Hashem. But we're interested in the people. This is our aspiration. For my new son, for my children, and for the offsprings of all of Am Yisrael, these are our aspirations that everyone should know God. Everybody should learn Torah. Everybody should forge a relationship with God. And the need for us to forge a relationship with God as individuals has nothing to do with our acceptance of authority, of understanding that there are those who know more and who need to be leaders, because even in the best democracies of the world, there's need for late leadership. And also in the Torah, in a Torah lifestyle, everybody needs to be involved, everybody needs to forge an independent relationship with God, and not through others, but directly with God. Everybody needs to know God. No matter how small you are, you need to know God, you need to learn God's Torah. And that's our aspirations. We should, we should be in our offsprings. And the offsprings of all of the house of Israel. Everybody should know God's name. Everybody should learn God's name. All should know God from the smallest to the biggest. These are our aspirations for our children and for the children of all Am Yisrael. Shabbat Shalom.